Happy Friday all, February 23, the Big Sports Breakfast on Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab. Good morning to you if you are just tuning in. We've got Adam Pengilly coming up from Manchester shortly ahead of the World Club Challenge this weekend in the early... In fact, it's at a pretty generous time for us uh, here at least Eastern Daylight Time in Australia. I think 7am on Sunday morning, Penrith up against Wigan. Uh, yes, 7am, so... The market has Penrith $1.42, Wigan $2.80. Six and a half is your line there. So uh, that has moved a point, that line. It was five and a half the other day. Uh, I think Loz, I'm actually walking back. Uh, the other day, I think I said I'd be pretty keen on taking Wigan at the plus. You can tell there's a difference about Penrith this year attacking this match to what there was last oh, year. No doubt about it. Yeah. And the fact that you're going overseas too and you want to represent your club with with what it deserves, and that's to go out there and give it your best. You know, there'll be supporters that have paid their money to go over there and watch. So you, you want to make sure that you're you're having a crack and, and t- treating it uh, how it should be treated, and that's very respectful. And it's a big title uh, to be the world uh, world's best team in 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 our sport. So I, I got no doubt that Penrith will be up and ready to go, and I, I think they'll be winning this game. I know the Panthers obviously got this game, which is. It's a good luxury to have, but do you think they would be disappointed in not being one of the teams in Vegas? No, you don't reckon no. it would bother them at all. No. They'd rather be. Over I'd rather there. be over there playing in the World Club Challenge because obviously because yeah. it means something. You've, you've, yeah, but also you've you've won the GF the GF yep. last year. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, yeah. No, I don't think so. I think clubs, to be fair. Yes, they would have been wanting to be a part, wanted to be a part of it. Yeah, but I think some clubs would be sitting back, waiting to see actually what happens, and thinking maybe, How it affects the season. yeah, and and yeah. then maybe thinking, well, what have we learnt from mm. the first trip over there yeah, that okay. we can do better, so we're not the guinea pigs, mm. so to speak. Yeah, okay. You know, they, they, they can learn a lot, and it's a five-year plan, um, so everyone will get an opportunity to to go there, unless Penrith keep winning the comp, <laughs> which. Can happen, I suppose. <laughs> uh, they mightn't get an opportunity to play. <laughs> they might be playing in the World Club Challenge all the time. But, yeah, I think yeah, every club would like to experience it, mm. no doubt about it. But mm. there'd be some clubs that you know, put their hand up and wanted to be a part of it. I think Penrith said they didn't want to be a part of it. Is that right? Because they want to go the pre- next year when their stadium yes. is yep. unavailable. Oh, okay. Yep. You're right. Is that right? Yep. 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 Uh, now, yeah. we're doing – well, Lossie – Pulled me in on the twenty push-ups. Yeah, uh, every every half an hour oh, break yeah. for us. And I, and I just got a message from a mate of mine. Yeah, I, I, don't what, I don't know what I don't know what he's doing. Damon. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing on Why? Instagram at this time of the morning. <laughs> but pups obviously filmed us. But what's the go doing our push-ups? What's the go with the hot dog emoji? Moving hot dog. That's <laughs> what's, you. What's That's a moving your asses, hot dog, mate? That's both your bums when you're doing your push-ups. What and you're making a bit of room for you for a couple of hot dogs <laughs> right. today as well. Oh, okay, right. right. It was quite funny actually. Seeing so do you post the? Sort of moving, yeah. Hot dog, yeah. quite a bit. The hot dog, right? Yeah. Oh, I've never seen that. Only emoji. when it's required. When it's I don't required. mind it. I might look it's at just putting it on one of my posts. It's the shape of your. <laughs> but if I put push up, if picnic. I put that on one of my posts, what will my wife say? Uh, oh, depends what depends what you post. Or my it with. kids depends <laughs> depends what you post it with. Tell us what your kids yeah. say. Well, <laughs> well, sometimes I you got to be put, careful what emoji you go Yeah, well, sometimes I put like. An emoji up, like even the thumb, yeah, 
is sometimes looked upon. Well, this what? is emo- yes. emojis have different I use meanings. That all the time. Yeah, the the fingers the yes. same. Like you, emojis you, have different meanings. Yeah, and I I, I didn't know. like eggplant donut. Yeah. for example, yeah. <laughs> you post those two together. It's not necessarily an eggplant and a donut that you mean. You're not right. saying you're hungry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Family show. You hear me? Oh, you know what I'm talking I, about. I am hearing you. You know what I'm talking but, about. But, emojis but, have more than one but meaning. Sometimes my kids. That's not the right emoji, Dad. No, I'm sure it's not, Dad, but that's all right. You get away with it because you're Dad. But I've never seen the moving hot dog. Well, you have now. So you've taught me something, Mike. Welcome to the family. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a few in there for you. You you watch Mido. He'll be be posting. Mido's reposted already. Moving hot dogs all the time now. I'm getting slammed. (laughs) (laughs) It's abuse. Ah, So if you look on Clarkie's Instagram, what is it? The... Press the top part. The stories on the stories. Yeah, you'll stories. see the moving hot dogs. The yeah. Two of them. <laughs> two moving hot dogs, you'll see. Adam Pengilly, good evening. <laughs> Do you know what a moving hot dog is? I, I bet he no, knows what an egg, eggplant <laughs> donut no, is. Well, I, I know now. Put it that way. <laughs> it's all about education, Adam. We learn something new every day in here. I reckon you can make a little business, Clarky. Teach oh. people about emojis. Oh. I reckon you're a genius at them. So you know what? I reckon you're right. I reckon you've come up with them. I reckon you've made them. <laughs> I just, <Yeah>. I just <laughs> double meaning. For every emoji, there's a second meaning. Oh, dear. Things we do. Oh, how's it going over there, mate? Uh, yeah, good, Loss. Yeah, it's good. It's yeah. good. It's uh, sound like a broken record. It's cold. I think we topped out at about seven degrees today. So... I was only outside for an hour or two, but everything's going well over here, mate. Looking forward to the weekend. So, yeah, we're getting closer. Adam, Adam Mido just mentioned, he, he, uh, again, just listening to the Panthers players talk and everything we hear back here, that their attitude is completely different this season. And they're, they're, they're over there to, to take this game as serious as any, any other. Yeah, you're right, Clark. And everything you said, I just listened to you boys a moment ago talking about Vegas and, and whatever else. Like, Loz, you hit the nail on the head. They... They want to be here, and Ivan Cleary has publicly said it because you have to earn the right to get here. You have to win the NRL Grand Final. They'd much rather be here than be playing in Vegas this year. So that goes to show a little bit of a window into their attitude and how they feel about things this year. And they had another session today, um, boys, at, at Sale Rugby. So they've been, they've been doing the rounds a little bit this week. They had Manchester City. They were at Sale today. They've done a bit of Warrington with Sam Burgess. And even Nathan and Ivan Cleary ducked across to... Um, watch Manchester United train yesterday and had some photos taken and been, have been promoted on the Manchester United social media channels, which is quite a, quite a big coup for the club. So, yeah, they're, they're dead serious, Clarkie. They, they, they want to win this game this week and get back to Sydney and get back to business for the NRL season. As far as the team is concerned, has it been confirmed for Penrith? Yeah, that has me. Though. Scott Sorensen's the one that's not going to play for Penrith. So I sort of flagged that on the program a little bit earlier this week. He'd, he'd been on light duties in training, battling a bit of a, a leg injury. Ivan Cleary's not going to take any risks with him. So Luke Garner will start in the second row alongside Liam Martin. And I'm actually quite intrigued to see how Ivan Cleary's going to use his bench because he's got what you'd probably consider three big boppers or three middle forwards on his bench there in um, Liam Henry, the young guy that got big hopes for. Obviously, Matt Eisenhuth comes onto the bench as well with Lindsay Smith, who was great last year. So, I don't know. Maybe if you're looking at Penrith this year, you think, oh, back row depth, is it going to be a little bit of an issue if they get one or two injuries, particularly to a guy like Liam Martin? But I'm sure they'll find someone that'll come through the system. And, and, and no doubt, MG's young fellow, Maverick guy, who's part of the travelling squad over here as well, as, as a guy that will probably make his debut at some stage later this year. You sat down and did an interview with Ivan. What came out of it, mate? 
Yeah, I've always found Ivan a fascinating character, Loz. I don't, you probably know him obviously a lot better than I do, and he keeps his cards pretty close to his chest. And certainly in recent years, in terms of you know what he gives to the media or access he gives to the media, he just goes through his standard press conferences, and, and that's about it. And he's quite happy to do that. So that's not a reflection on anything or being sinister or anything like that. That's just who Ivan is. That he was very good to, to give me about half an hour of his time um, yesterday, and we sat down for a really long interview just talking about his coaching philosophies and, and how he's changed himself and what's keeping him going. And he's actually said he's been finding a bit of inspiration in reading about Dave Grohl at the moment uh, the, from the Phillies and, and trying to learn some different things about musicians and how he says the pressure they're under to perform each time they go on stage. And he says that we just can't live in the past. Um, we just got to worry about the future because one bad year and everyone will be, you know, we'll, we'll be back down and everyone will be honest again. So that goes to give you a bit of a, a glimpse into his mindset about uh, what he's thinking. He was also very expansive on Jerome Luai saying that he desperately wanted him to stay at the club, but he can completely understand how he's taken a $6 million plus deal to go to the Tigers and he's happy for him and his family. So, and the one thing I did find a little bit interesting chatting to Ivan is he, he didn't go into too much detail, but he did, did acknowledge that there is going to be a day where he doesn't think he'll be coaching Nathan, where Nathan will be playing elsewhere or doing something else, or there'll be another coach at the Panthers. And, I sort of posed that question to him saying, like, you know, are you going to be two going to be here forever and together? And he said, oh, I'm sort of thinking that at some stage there's a good chance that it won't happen. Nathan will be playing under another coach. So I still know that's a fair few years away. It's a fair few years away, but I think it might happen at some stage. I reckon that's Ivan leaving, not Nathan. I reckon he's a Panther forever. Yeah, I think Ivan I stays there until his he's time. As well. Yeah, his time runs out, which will be when he decides. But can you picture Nathan no. playing at a different club? No, oh, no, no, no. I don't think Nathan will play at a different club. And different code, Loz? Nathan, clearly. No, no, not really. Wow, no. I don't know. Well, do you reckon he'd go to rugby? Yeah, no, I don't think. Adam, so. oh, I'm not saying. Not unless you got that. But... Unless you got that feeling. When you spoke to um, Ivan, well, but I, 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 me personally, and again, I don't, I don't know Ivan that well. I probably know Ivan as as good as you, Adam. To be perfectly honest, I, I, I mm. really haven't had a lot to do with him. Um, but he's obviously had success there. Now he's won three comps in a row. Yes, you never say he's, never. I, yeah, you never yeah, say never. But yeah. I, I would imagine they'll be both there until they decide to yeah, call it quits. That's, yeah. Yeah, I, I just chatted to Nathan as well earlier this week and did an interview with him, and I, I just posed a question. I know he's not thinking about it right now, but I said, you know, do you, he's spoken in the past saying that rugby has, has does have some appeal for him. Yeah, um, obviously not for a long time. And I said to him, like, is it? are you thinking about it? And he says, well, I'm a terrible planner. I don't like to think too far ahead. But he goes, you never say never. I'll never mm-hmm. say never to something like that. Joey, so, Joey and JT all had those thoughts of playing union at some stage. But when you actually... Mm get into the room and a contract's put in front of you and you've got to make that decision. I think it's hard when you've had so much success in the game to walk away. I, mm. I'd be surprised. Mm. But anyway. Yeah, so would I. Yeah. Mm. We're just seeing uh, the Super League in our studio here at the moment. Uh, Leeds leading Hull KR 6-0. And Hull KR, by the way, have signed Jarrah Hargreaves next season. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we take... In, uh, taking a particular interest in Warrington this season because of Sam Burgess taking the reins there. They had a narrow defeat to Catalans last weekend, Adam. Well, the game in general, Mido, it just needs publicity over here. It is really struggling to get a, a traction or a foothold in, in the media. We know that soccer or football is just completely all-encompassing over here. And 
Warrington were desperately hoping that Sam Burgess can bring, bring some profile, not only to their club, but to the league itself up, um, and, the, and the whole country in general. So he'll have his first home game against Hull uh, tomorrow night. That was, that was Grubby's old team, wasn't it, Hull? Um, yep. I'm pretty sure. It was. Uh, yeah. So He's a hero there. Pretty... <laughs> He's a hero. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> well, they n- named a stand after him already, Middle, or something like that. <laughs> uh, no, he, I think uh, he, he told me he still gets some uh, some... Not hate mail, but you know, he gets trolled a bit welcome about his to, exit. Welcome to sport. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's tomorrow. When did you say that is? Tomorrow night. Over. Yeah, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Yeah, uh, tomorrow night at um, UK time over here. I'll be heading across and hopefully do a bit of a report for the Herald on okay. on Sam's first home game. And um, yeah, looking forward to the atmosphere. It's only a little tiny, quaint ground. It's um, quite intriguing. It only holds about fifteen thousand people, but they reckon it'd be pretty loud. They reckon. Um, on a side note, Mido, I reckon Sam Burgess struck up a really good friendship with um, Luke Littler. You know, the teenage dart sensation, the 16, 17-year-old kid ah. who came from nowhere last yep. year to, to go well in the World Championships. And he the lost the final, are, he, didn't he? Mm. I think he he made, did, he lost the final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is yeah. he from he, Warrington, he, is he? Or is he, how did he that... Support, he supports from? Warrington, Loz. He, ah, he's, right. mad for, he's mad for rugby league, apparently, and is a huge Warrington supporter. And... <laughs> I think there's a chance he'll be at the game there tomorrow night. I'm not 100% sure if it's confirmed, but a few people were telling me, saying, oh, they're going to get the old, the old corporate hospitality out for him and everything like that. He says, oh, no, I'll just go sit up in the terraces with my mates. <laughs> <laughs> so he's looking forward to being with the, with the real fans there tomorrow night. Oh, beautiful. And when do you come home? Uh, Sunday, UK time, Loz. So uh, straight right. after the game. Yep. Game's on Saturday night. I'll be flying home on Sunday. We'll be back in Sydney at some stage uh, next week. Mate, safe travels. Enjoy the World Club Challenge. Thanks, boys, and good luck to the sexy one, Loz. On the yeah, thank you, mate. Yes, top four, we needed a run. Obviously, we wanted to win, but we've got her in the multi as a top four. Okay, you're a brave man. You're going, going back to the well. I like it. That's good. <laughs> thank you, Adam. Adam Pinkley, great to speak to you in Manchester. Loz, just remind us then, this multi and what we're doing. Well, we're starting in Sydney lead. at Rose Hill, race seven, number eight, Vienna Princess to run top two, and then we're down at Caulfield tomorrow. Race six for the Trent Busserton Natalie Young Stable. Number 10, the sexy one, Foxy <laughs> Cleopatra, sexy one. to run top four. $7.50 on the Tab app, the Tab website. Click on Sport and today's offers, and there you'll see the Big Sports Breakfast Best. Uh, now, apologies with, uh, again, getting texts about uh, listeners being unable to access the show through TuneIn and Radio app. Uh, these uh, have been passed on to those third-party providers who I'm told are looking at it on Monday. Have we passed the buck? Yes, because we can't control it from our end. Uh, But we have made our presence felt that they have to get it fixed. Mm. So we apologise, but hopefully that is sorted on Monday. But the Tab app is where you can listen to us, of course. Deliciously flaky pastry on top, a bottom which is rolled extra thin, a filling of 100% lean Aussie beef. I'm talking about Garlo's pies. The only pies you should be putting on your plate, and Garlo's pies are simply bursting with flavour. There's heaps of flavours to choose from. Here's the thoughts. Take it on off from cooking. Grab a Garlo's family pie for the whole crew. They're available in all Coles and Woolworth stores. Remember, we're located in the chilled meals section. If you can't find us, just ask for Garlo's pies by name. Garlo's pies, they're thin on pastry. They're big on meat. Welcome back. Phil Moss isn't far away. You look like you've got something to say, Ill Daly. No. no, well, I got cut off before the break. Oh, jeez. Jono. You've really gotten over it, too. Jono. Why were you reading so quickly? We had to get to a break. It's never worried you in the past. 
and we went before the seven thirty. Oh, you talking about break. the Galos? Yeah, the Galos pies. You just read it really I quickly. I can tell you why. He's puffed because he's done three sets of push-ups. Well, I think so, he's done four now. My bad, sorry. He's done four sets of push-ups, yeah, and he just yeah. needs a bit of extra break time. So he wants six-minute break, not four-minute break. Right. So he's like, if he can get out at just then, it was yep. 7.28 instead of 7.30 yep. for the news. That gives him two extra minutes to suck some air in after the 20 push-ups you're making him do. <laughs> He makes some noises too. He's loud. No, I there. breathe, Loz. Yeah. You're loud you breather. No, you just hold Do you snore it in. when you sleep at night? You're a snorer? Mm. And don't say, I don't know. I'm the one that's asleep. Well, I'm sure there's been other depends, people beside you that have told had you. A, depends if I've had a few beers or not. Okay. Generally is a factor. How's your snoring going these days? Don't snore now. Game over. Got game changer. Ah, I've got the see. septum fixed. The... It's a game changer. <laughs> <laughs> you're, al- you're allowed back in the bed. Did you ever, did you ever... No, it's still down the other end. Oh, yeah? yeah. Not yet. You not never had to borrow a Blocks machine? No. No. I, that's oh, that's the goal is trying not to be. I can't get to that day. Yeah, I'll sleep up now. How but I, it'll happen. Can you imagine me having to wear that thing in bed? Oh. <laughs> hey, I'm not doing it. I'm not. I'm no, not, I, I can't. I'm not doing it I ever. Ca- I, I can't imagine. <laughs> Yeah, I just can't imagine you putting on the mask. Hey, I'm, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I've just, I'll see you in 10. I'm not doing it. I'm not. I mean, our fearless oh, producer, yeah. Will, what have we got? Oh, what's he found? has just found oh. me an article from November 5, 2021. 2021? Daily Mail Australia under the headline... <laughs> NRL great and sports commentator Laurie Daly arrives home with large bandage and and a nasal sling on his face. Why do they have to put in large bandage? A nasal sling. Look at it. Oh, Oh, look at that photo. What about how they pat me? I didn't know. Side on view too. Yeah, I know. Look look at you, vulnerable. Did you look like an old man? No, I look. You tensing your tricep there? No. No, no was that set up? Suit. Was that was that one of those? Oh, I didn't know there was a camera there. Moments? No, no. I, I, honestly, I, I didn't know that. I didn't think people would be interested in my hooter getting operated on. You'd be surprised what people are interested yeah, in. I know. Was. I know. Look at him. Yeah. yeah all vulnerable. Uh, they snapped even the family. Like, seriously. How dare they? Yeah. Oh, How man. dare they? My privacy. <laughs> they <laughs> overstepped the mark. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree, mate. That's going to work. You can take a photo of me, yeah, but don't take a photo of my family. Yeah, that works. Wait till they're hiding in the gardens at your kid's school. <laughs> they come talk to me. <laughs> that always works by getting oh, aggressive with must them. Have been a, must have been a slow news day, honestly. Oh, if uh, they've got me in there. I've been saying that for a while. Yeah, but you're Mr. Oh, Big. Mate, you're Mr. I'm Big no on different. the circuit. I'm no different. No, you are. Mate. You're a former Australian cricket captain. You're a former you're, rugby league, you're, Australian you're, rugby league You're good looking you're good and looking. you're single. You're not single. You're, you're single. <laughs> I am so single. You, you deserve the attention. Oh, but, mate, I haven't been single and they haven't changed. I've been in relationships. They've been just probably worse. I feel like well, they're they cut me a bit of slack at the moment, actually. Yeah, I've, someone's not out the front every day. So right. I think they give me a bit of maybe because Tay Tay's in town. That probably helps. Oh, I need her to yes, move. Yes, that would be. That would I be. need her to move to, to Sydney. Mate. Can someone tell me why they why she went to the same zoo twice? Because she's taken a boyfriend there. She's yeah. had such a good day and said, "Well, I've got a theory." Because I asked the Kels? same question, yeah. and my daughter said brushed. to me, "No, she said to me, it's probably Dad because she's." 
out there doing sound checks. Exactly yeah, right. Yep. That's why that's she went true. the first day. That's one hundred percent. That's why she went to that zoo. And, and then, longer. then again, with the husband or the boyfriend, yep. it's easier to do that than to come back in and then go out to Taronga. Oh. Okay. Does that make it made sense to me? Well, they could just go to yeah. pretty easy just yeah. to walk down the circular key and get the ferry. Oh yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Mm. Mate, it'd be like the start of Sydney to Hobart. If she got on the ferry, it would be oh, like the start of Sydney to Hobart with paparazzi everywhere. Mate, that whole, uh, the harbour would be full of boats chasing the ferry. Yeah. Uh, Do, uh, she is staying at Crown as well, I found out, LD. So yeah, your source no, is incorrect. And there. the room, I've been in the room that she's yeah. staying in. Yeah, Unbelievable. Quick, quick trip up north, she's had. Not this not week. Not this week. Not this week. I mean, oh, no. Is it 360 degree views? Yes. Right. So you can work good angles. <laughs> <laughs> so you can walk okay. around the room and have a look. Can we get Mossy on, please? Can we I'm just asking. Get Mossy on I'm just the line. asking. Can soccer? you see 360 <laughs> degrees? Oh, my God. So, Travis, big well, I saw him. Did you see him getting papped yesterday, yeah, standing? Yep. How was he? Yeah, standing. Well, he was just standing. They got him in the... At the, the zoo? No, no, no they got, got in the, his they've apartment. Had the ch- they've had the chopper, chopper. going around near the yeah. top oh, of the yeah. Smart. Yeah. yeah. And did you Smart see the clothing mate. range? Yeah, the, the rack of the clothes. Ra- yeah. 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 And that. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was... It, Listen. It was... Take, Jono, turn mate. his mic off now, please. Mate, mate I'll tell you what. It, it, how many can that apartment fit oh. if you're having a party? Because that's where the after party will be. Mate, it depends. I, re- I reckon you can get 50 in if you squeeze in oh. tight. <laughs> Gosh, there's uh, an array of text messages here. Uh, 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 hey, you flogs, leave Loz alone. He is a great bloke. A bit soft at times, but we can't hold that against the flog. Come on, he crackers in Aubrey. Thanks. Uh, where is Laurie doing the show from in Vegas? We're going over and want to meet him. Well, oh. he's going to be in Beer Park opposite the Bellagio on Sunday. So every single Australian should be there. Oh. Yeah, I'm not sure if that was a great idea. Down I didn't tell him what day. Down me those blue oh, time. Tuesday. 1 p.m. you'll be there. Yeah. G'day, Philip. Wow. How are you? Hello, Mido. Not as good as you, mate. Not as good as you. But what about Loz? He can sniff out a junket, can he? Oh. Oh, oh, hey, oh, I'll be working, Mossy. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, the great game of NRL is being played in Vegas for the first time, yeah. and it's a doubleheader, and we need people. We need foot soldiers on the ground, the game and I'll be one there. of those people. Yeah. <laughs> Are you buying it, Mossy? Uh, well, no. Nah. No. Nah. You couldn't pay me enough to buy that. Oh, well. but, uh, don't, don't get me wrong. Gloss's presence in and in of itself will certainly help promote the game over there, but I'm just not sure that he'll be doing overtime. No, I'll be overtiming. Don't worry <laughs> yeah, about that, Bossy. He will be doing overtime. Yeah, yeah just not on the Bundy clock. <laughs> just without the mic on. <laughs> Maybe on the Bundy. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway. Anyway. Um, what do you got for me? Well, where do you want to start first? <laughs> well, let's let's start with your mighty Mariners against uh, Clarkie's uh, yeah, Bulls Battlers because yeah. um, the Mariners have created a little bit of history. Um, first Australian side into the the interzonal finals of the um, Asian Football Confederation Cup, so they uh, they beat Macarthur last night in an absolute thriller. Actually, it was a five goal game in the end, went all the way to 120 minutes. Um, 
I know the teams playing against uh, MacArthur and the Mariners this weekend would have been um, rubbing their hands together with glee because uh, that will have taken a fair bit out of them. Victory awaiting the Mariners on Sunday. Um, Newcastle Jets awaiting MacArthur on Sunday as well. So, um, you know, to recover from 120 minutes like that, the emotion and everything that goes with it. Um, and a half rate for MacArthur, but the jubilation for the Mariners. So add some interesting um, ingredients to this weekend's game. But congratulations to the Mariners. Uh, fantastic uh, effort. And uh, the Matildas, of course, play the first league of their Olympic qualifier in Tashkent against Uzbekistan tomorrow night, our time. Yeah, they need to win the two legs on aggregate um, to go through the uh, the Paris Olympics uh, in July. So uh, it's it's all on the line. It's do or die. Um, the Matildas, um, of course, put on such a great showing at the World Cup on home soil. But, um, you know, they, they finished fourth in the last Olympic Games. Um, they can't put the cart before the horse. They've got to get past Uzbekistan, who are ranked 47th. We're ranked 12th. Uh, last time we played them, 2007, we beat them 10-0. But that was a very, very different world uh, back then. And, um, it, you know, this this will be a sterner test. Um, but the key here is obviously no Sam Kerr. That goes without saying. We lose her quality and, and her leadership. Um, how we adapt to that? Well, we showed at the World Cup that we could adapt to that on, on the pitch. Um, but... You know, this this group of players, time is running out for them to do something really special. Um, so first of all, getting to the Olympics is, is crucial. Um, and it's what we do once we're there. And, um, you know, there'll be huge expectations in a 12-team competition at the Paris Olympics for the Matildas to medal. Arsenal suffered a shock defeat in Champions League, buddy. Yeah, this was uh, this was a tough one to take for all Arsenal fans uh, against Porto. Um, a late, late uh, goal to Porto. Uh, they get the chance to make amends um, back at home on the 13th of March when they host Porto in the second league. Um, so they're, they're down 1-0 on aggregate, but uh, taking on Porto at home will be a different story for Porto and, and for all Arsenal fans, hopefully for Arsenal. But they, they really need to get through this one, Clarkie, because there's... There's a stigma attached to Arsenal um, when they are in the Champions League that they can't go further than this stage, so uh, around the 16. So they really need to step up at home and show the sort of form that's um, that's got them really uh, challenging for the for the EPL title this season. Mm. And Barcelona, they had a draw with Napoli. Was that a was that a result that they'd be disappointed with? Yeah, yeah, they were favourites, Loz, um, and, and they were leading um, for uh, for large chunks of. Um, of this game, they they went ahead in the 60th minute, um, and um, and then Napoli got grabbed a late equaliser, 70 uh, 76 or 77th minute, I think it was, from memory. But um, yeah, they uh, they dominated 12 shots uh, to to six six on target to one, um, and this Barcelona were away from home. So look, you'd imagine that they will be too good for Napoli at home um, when they next meet in a couple of weeks' time. But um, yeah, certainly. Uh, would have stung losing those two points late. A uh, question from Sean on the open line. Wants to know if United can hang on for a top four finish. Uh, hang on for a top four finish. They're not in the top four, United. They're uh, five points behind Aston Villa. I also read, uh, Mossy, though, that their new minority owner, Sir Jim Ratcliffe, and is uh, well preparing for a huge clean-out there at the club this summer at Old Trafford. Interesting times, you know. Uh, well, first of all, to answer our, our listeners' question, uh, no. 
<laughs> but you're probably asking the wrong person. Um, no, they I'm won't be finishing them in the top four. But no, no, I, I honestly don't think they can. And and with with that uh, for um, uh, comments from Ratcliffe coming in, and I, and I think that's 100% what needs to happen. Um, the, the key is when you put a broom through a place, um, what do you replace uh, you know the outgoings with? And and they've got to get the culture right. I, I noticed Ivan Cleary. Um, and Nathan Cleary visited uh, the club overnight or over the last couple of days. And the, the big thing that Ivan spoke to was um, was culture. And, and he said, you know, if you look at the Sir Alex Ferguson era um, compared to since he left, the one big thing missing there is, is culture. And, um, you know, he's not suggesting that it was a terrible culture when he walked in for a few hours. But um, he said, you know, he studied Manchester United over many years, even though he's a Liverpool fan. Um, culture is key and uh, you know how they clean the place out and then build that culture rebuild the culture that they once had is is critical but no I don't see them in the top four this season League Cup final this weekend Liverpool up against Chelsea in midweek Premier League well Man City uh, Brentford were holding the Mossy until that defender slipped and Harlan just waltzed straight in and Liverpool of course with uh, playing with a depleted side really considering some key injuries Came from a goal down and destroyed Luton in the end with their second half performance. Uh, but I see that Jurgen Klopp says that they're going, they should be going into this League Cup final as underdogs, considering their personnel issues at the moment. Yeah, 11 injuries we've got at the moment, um, which is not great um, at this stage of the season, and particularly when there's some silverware up for grabs. But look, I, yeah, I think that's a bit of. Uh, media talk and, and psychology going on there with uh, with Klopp, but I, I think we're still favourites um, against Chelsea on Monday morning it is. Um, so I've got a bit of a same-game multi there. But, uh, yeah, you're right. The, the other thing Liverpool did was a, a little bit of a favour for our Merseyside rivals, Everton. By beating Luton, um, we allowed uh, Everton just to jump out of that relegation zone on goal difference, Luton Town, um, taking their place in uh, in 18th spot, but there's still plenty of work for Everton to do, of course. But um, yeah, look, I think Man City and, and Liverpool just keep on keeping on. This is a break from the um, from the Premier League this weekend for Liverpool and for Chelsea, given that uh, cup final. Um, but I think Liverpool will be too strong for Chelsea. Uh, this is just on the text line, Mossy from Johnny from Penrith. Boys, can you ask Mossy if the Hammers should sack Moyes? Great question. Um, I've never been a Moyes fan, to be honest. Um, but they're, they're sitting in ninth spot. I think that question's probably come from the fact they've lost uh, three from their last three plus two draws. So, so they haven't won in five. Um, and they're sitting mid-table, sitting in ninth spot. Um, but, you know, still a fair way off uh, any sort of uh, Europa League spot. But... Yeah, I've never been a Moyes fan. I think he was the wrong appointment at Manchester United when he uh, when he took over um, from Sir Alex. And, um, you know, he did some good stuff with Everton when Timmy Cowell was there. But I think Timmy Cowell was a, a big part of that. So, look, I wouldn't be adverse to, to West Ham moving Moyes on. Locally, Phil asks, can the Wanderers make the top four? The Western Sydney Western Wanderers? Western Sydney Wanderers, yes. Oh, 100%. Uh, that, yeah, at the moment, they're, what are they? They're sixth, and they're, un- oh, they're only three points off fourth, yeah. and they've got a game in yeah. hand. No, well, not only can they make the top four, they, it's a complete failure if they don't. Mm. Um, you know, with Western Sydney's roster and, and the time that Marco Rudan's had now to, to build the culture and build the squad, um, really, they, they, should be, they should be thinking top two um, with Silverware. 
to show. So if anything less than that, I think is a, a failed season. Okay. Well, let's start with your same game, multi in the League Cup final. Uh, and for those looking for it, under the soccer menu on the Tab app and Tab websites, just look for EFL Cup, Chelsea and Liverpool. What have you got for us, Mossy? No surprises, Mido. Liverpool to lift the cup, over two and a half goals, and Nunes anytime goal scorer. Okay. Oh, you said over two and a half goals. Yep. Yeah, and Liverpool to lift the cup. Uh, so you, you're going the you know yeah, overall winner market, not the 90-minute market. So taking away the potential for it to go to extra time and penalties, etc. Okay, yep. so that's Mossy's same game multi. Have you got a multi incorporating Premier League and A-League? Three legs. I've ditched one for Clarkey because uh, the four-leggers just aren't working at the moment. But um, I'm going with Villa to beat Forest at home, Brighton to beat Everton, at home, sorry, Evertonians, and Melbourne victory to capitalise on a fatigued Central Coast Mariners. Oh, going against your Mariners, mm. that is a that is a head over heart, isn't it? And uh, the victory are a dollar ninety two in the ninety minute market there. So, victory, Brighton, and Aston Villa. That treble paying five dollars and four cents with tab currently. Good on you, Mossy. Have a great weekend. You're not going to Tashkent. I'm not, mate. No, I'm. Uh, well, I will be, but it'll be in the lounge room by the TV. <laughs> good on you, mate. Thank you. Have a good weekend. See you, buddy. Cheers, boys. Book your tickets to the Trackside Garden Party on Gosford Race Day tomorrow, Sunday, February 24, and you can go into the draw to win a double pass to Rocket the Races 2024. Just head to the Entertainment Grounds website to book. That's theentertainmentgrounds.com.au. I've just received courtesy of our friends at RSN, uh, Mark Hunter's Ruffy. Uh, tomorrow for the big day at Caulfield, three Group 1s uh, with the Blue Dome, Diamond, the Oakley Plate and the Futurity there tomorrow. And his roughy Mark Hunter is in a race four at Caulfield tomorrow, the Zedative. And uh, it is number six, Wolfie. Nick Ryan and Luke Curry, $15 to win currently with Tab or $3.80 to place. So that is race four, number six, Wolfie. Mark Hunter's roughy. Uh, tomorrow, thanks to our friends at RSN for that. And Loz's multi, it's up and away. And Moz, uh, Loz, Moz, Moz, Moz. That's a combination of Mossy and Moza. Yeah. Uh, well, what bad. we're doing, it's not bad for what me. we're doing, Gerald, is we're going <laughs> Rose Hill Race Seven, number eight, well, Vienna Princess to run top two into Caulfield Race Six, number ten, the sexy one. Foxy Cleopatra to run top four, and that is paying $7.50 if you'd like to be a part of that multi. $7.50, tab app, tab website, click on sport, today's offers, there it will be. The big sports breakfast best. Uh, who we got? We got Brad Davidson. <laughs> G'day, Davo, how are you? Gerald, Lozzie, Clarkson, how are we? <laughs> how are you, Davo? How are you, Davo? <laughs> Thank you. He's not happy with you, Davo. Uh, Why? He's got Davies. the look. He's got the look on his Daily, face. Daily is just—he's oh, just, just winding everyone up this morning, Davo. Oh, How about we wind this tab silver slipper up? Who's winning it uh, with the Waterhouse Bot Stable with a stranglehold on this market with the top two? Yeah, look, it's, it's been a theme of the year, hasn't it, guys? About how uh, how they've been dominating these two old races, and I think they'll dominate again tomorrow. I think straight charges. He's the one I want to lean with. I know that Espionage beat Straight Charge there on debut in the Breeders' Plate, but I think he can turn the tables. I think he's gone to a new level since then. Uh, loved his win before a little break. I love the fact that he's had a shorter break and a lovely trial since. And 
Uh, espionage. Look, he, he looks a really nice horse too. You've got to respect him. But I want to be in the in the corner of straight charge to to knock off the uh, the stable mate and uh, announce himself as a as a slipper contender. Any other races at Rose Hill that tickle your fancy, Dave? <laughs> uh, look, there's uh, there's always a, a few there. Uh, look, I thought probably Dime Mill was probably the best of the day in the uh, 1900 metre Parramatta Cup. They they found him at the, the at the shorter quote. But look, I thought his first up run over a mile, Clarky was. Was terrific, and you now I guess to 1900, he finds J Mac, and he finds a good gate. Um, ticks a lot of boxes there, so I think uh, wet or dry is no issue for him if we do get those storms tonight as well. So, I think he's probably the best of the day. I was just hoping you get a little bit better price, but maybe we will do come race time because they went up pretty short as they do a lot of J Mac runners. Let's go down south. In fact, before we get to the Group Ones, the sexy one, Foxy Cleopatra in the Peter Young Stakes. Uh, race six on the card where we've got Gold Trip very short at $2.30 from Campionessa, which has been well fancied in this market, although I do see Zenzella's come out, so a bit of a deduction there, but still has had good support all week uh, coming across from good races in New Zealand. Then Foxy Cleopatra is now a $6.50 chance uh, with Tab on the third line. How do you see the Peter Young going for our man L Daly and uh, well, Ryan Pappenhausen as well in the ownership? Yeah, I thought it was a pretty encouraging first up run, Loz. So it must be, uh, you know, it's got the got the race fitness on the side versus Gold Trip as well, who we know is, you know, a very, very, very good horse, but uh, can be sort of, I guess, well, he's not going to be fully wound up first up and, and maybe a little bit vulnerable there fresh. So um, I, I think you've got to be a terrific chance. Obviously, got to have a massive respect for Campionessa as well. But, yeah, look, the way... She finished off there fresh, right in the market. Good gate. Uh, I think you're right in the right in the ball game there tomorrow, Loz. Well, I'm hoping she runs well, Davo. Just um, yeah, I, I, I'm hoping that we jump better than what we did last start. She wait for age horse. <laughs> Shut up, you. <laughs> well, just just pondering. Question. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Davo. The Blue Diamond. Who are you leaning towards? I'm in the Lady of Camelot corner, guys. So look, I think I think Coleman's a pretty good horse, but I just think there might be a bit more depth to Lady of Camelot's form. We've seen Coleman beat Counter Offensive, and Counter Offensive has come out and been pretty disappointing since, to be honest. Where in Sydney, we've seen Lady of Camelot come out, go within point zero two seconds of the Rose Hill eleven hundred metre track record, and more importantly, Extreme Diva was beaten three and a half lengths in that race. He came out and was beaten uh, a length and a half behind Switzerland, who's your second favourite for the Golden Slipper. So I think that's really frank, that form line. Um, by all reports, she handled the Melbourne way of going really well. I think she leads. I think she gives a big kick, and I think she's the one to beat in the, in the Blue Diamond. I thought if you're looking for a roughie, Matisse there at oh, about 15, 17 to 1, uh, clocked the best last 400 of the entire day there at Caulfield last time out from a wide gate. Draws in now to be a lot closer. And I think it's the best roughly in the race by a mile there in the Blue Diamond. So, Matisse, if you're looking for one at big odds. And what about the Oakley Plate? Uh, good race, isn't it? Um, look, I, I think King's Gambit's in too well with 50 kilos. And if he drew a middle gate, I'd call him the bet of the day. But he's drawn barrier one. He's got no speed. He's going to be in a in a very tricky position. And he's going to need an absolute peach from Jamie Carr to get out of that spot because he's going to be three back the fence at very best. And from there at Caulfield, it does make it a bit tricky. But... I've got to go with him, I think, with the 50 kilos. I just think he's in far too well this year. And if he gets any luck at all, I think he's awfully hard to beat. 
Lovely. So, uh, hang on, we've got a question here. Morning, gents. I, I, I'm guessing you probably haven't looked at the country championships race at Tun Curry tomorrow, have you, Davo? I've had a very brief scan over at this okay. stage. Uh, we've got a... Uh, so, Tun Curry, race eight, number 13, a girl's best friend, $3.30, country championship qualifier race. Uh, yep. oh, it, it is now 50 to 1. Watch its last two starts in the highways. Can you ask Brad what he thinks? Not a day. I'm guessing he means it's 50 to 1 in the final market final. with Tab. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, clearly the one to beat in that race tomorrow. Um, I, I wish that listener didn't remind me about last start because I was on and uh, he's still trying to get out of the pocket. It's probably the most luckless horse you've seen in the last two starts. Should have won both starts clearly. Gets to get there tomorrow. No, they don't want uh, any more rain. That's the that's the key that the stables sort of saying. You know, they'd prefer dry ground, so don't want any more rain. But this horse is absolutely airborne. I think it's clearly the one to beat. And if it gets in the final, I think it'll run you a big race. So, yep. Anyone who wants to see a, a good thing beaten, go back and watch uh, her last two runs. Okay, three dollars currently now with Tab Jenny Duggan rides for Mark Quinn Barrier Eight, and that is race eight, the last race on the card, the New Haven Park Country Championships heat. Race eight on the card at Tuncurry tomorrow. So I take it that Dimel's your best bet. Race five, number six at Rose Hill. Yeah, we'll go with him. I think there's a good uh, one at each way odds tonight at Canterbury too. Smart yes, Little Miss if you're looking for one. Um, race, I think it's race six, number four by memory. Smart Little Miss. Watch her last two first up runs. Um, she was taking ground off Insurrection and Omni Man first up last preparation. And the preparation prior to that at Gosford, she's still trying to get out of her pocket. So I think she'll run a big race first up tonight at, uh, at good each way odds as well. Smart little miss at Canterbury. And you're spot on. Race six, number four for our listeners at Canterbury tonight. Smart little miss is $7 to win and two ten the place. Mate, you have a great weekend. You too. Thanks, guys.